What number is this, Chip? Episode 99. Ian Lee and Glenn Gretland from 7A Records stop by and more. Always more. Always. Okay, no, I mean, don't get excited, man. It's because I'm short. I'm Zilch. You're listening to Zilch, a monkey's podcast. This is Sarah Clark, and you are listening to your monkeys podcast, Zilch. I am in the clubhouse with Melanie Mitchell. Hello. And Christine Carlson Wolf. Hello. And Ken is here. He's off setting up stuff over in Studio 7A, and you'll be hearing from him in a little bit with some neat stuff coming from 7A Records. But Wh- we've which got- studio is that, Sarah? 7A. Okay, okay. Just check. Yep. Are you really short? Uh, five four <laughs> on a good day. Yeah, I, I've got an inch on Davy. <sighs> See, this is what happens when Ken's in the next studio. You know, we get a little wacky. But we've got a little bit of news that we want to talk about while he is getting set up. Uh, first off, as some of you may know, Nez recently made a guest appearance on Cersei Lincoln Christian Nesmus, uh, September Facebook Live concert. I hope all of you got a chance to see it. If not, it's replaying on their website and it wouldn't, you know, and hopefully it'll pop up again soon, but it was just so adorable. We did not actually know this was happening in advance. As far as anybody knew, it was going to be a typical uh, Cersei Link concert. And of course, those are just wonderful. If you haven't been to one of their monthly live shows, you really need to go. But sharp-eyed folks might have noticed some interesting location stamps on Christian and Cersei's posts from like the day or so before that were not in the Los Angeles area. And then um, about 10 minutes before the show was to go live, uh, Nez hopped on his Facebook page, as he is wont to do, and spilled the beans that there would be some some fun doings in his driveway. And a few moments later, Cersei and Christian's stream went live, and there they were in Nez's driveway doing their thing. It was hilarious. Nez started things out in his particular fashion with a couple of jokes. Oh, my finger. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello, Hello my everybody. Finger. And kind of through that first 10 or 15 minutes while they were getting used to the whole location shoot thing, as, as many of us recall, Michael Nesmith has a lot of experience as a music video producer and director, and and he did have some tips and thoughts and attempts to help out with the video quality. And, and it was just kind of fun to see him kind of hopping in and out even before his official set began. He came on to, to do a couple of songs. First was Rio, with Nez playing both lead vocals and the nose. Oh, 
wasn't a loner. No, no, it was his own one. I, I promise you. And then we heard a sweet story of how Cersei kind of fell in love with old school country music. And she did some great, some great songs with Nez and Christian singing back up. And it was a relatively short show for them. It was a little over 45 minutes. Do check it out. The replay is going to be on on Christian's uh, Facebook page, and it was just adorable, and it was just a fun little surprise on their monthly concert. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. And speaking of Nez, we have news from Video Ranch. Video Ranch is on the hunt for first national band live recordings. We're talking bootlegs, people. If you or someone you know went to a First National Band show in the early 1970s and recorded it or just came across a bootleg somewhere else, Video Ranch will compensate you if you give them a copy. If you've got the goods, please email vrforman at videoranch.com. That's V as in Victor, R as in Robert, Foreman, F-O-R-E, M-A-N at Video Ranch, all one word, dot com. Cool. That will be a good project if they can pull that off. Yep. As as a famous man once said, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Well, continuing the Nez News, Nez, as we talked about last time, is going to be appearing and signing autographs at the Chiller Theater Expo. We want to uh, really encourage you all to go there if you can. Um, It's going to be a three-day event held October 27th through 29th at the Hilton Parsippany in Parsippany, New Jersey. But don't worry, if you can't make it, you can still get something signed, either an 8x10 photo signed or if you have something of your own that you would like to send to be signed, Jody Ritson is willing to help you out. Simply go to Jody's web store at monkeymeetandgreets.com for all the instructions. She will allow items to be sent to her directly. She'll get them signed. She'll include a picture of the signing and a hologram of authenticity. And Jody is even going to pay the insurance to send the items back to you. But she can only accept about 50 more items, so don't delay. Items are going to be signed in person at Chiller and sent back the following week. Sounds like a great opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, lest anyone think that this is only Nez news this week, Mickey Dolan's announced two new solo shows with meet and greets. First up is my stomping ground of Tulsa, Oklahoma at the uh, Hard Rock Casino on Sunday, November 5th. And then Clearwater Casino in Squamish, Washington on December 7th. As always, you can get your tickets to the after party by going to monkeymeetandgreets.com. And also on a zilchy note, I will be coordinating a pre-show dinner meetup get together before the Tulsa show at the Hard Rock Casino. And there will be buttons. Woohoo! 
Yes. <laughs> and speaking of buttons, you can catch Peter on October 21st in Westbury, New York at the Hot Autumn Nights concert featuring the Grassroots and Peter Noon and Christine the Button Queen just mailed rare shoe suede blues buttons to the lovely Carolyn DiBiase Negron. So look for her there to get your shoe suede blues button. Those are rarer than Texas Prairie chicken teeth, people. Mm-hmm. I have two, and I keep them in a safe. You have two teeth? Two shoe suede <laughs> blues buttons. Oh, okay. Shoo. <laughs> do, we have an, do we have any mail, Christine? <laughs> I think we do. Should oh. we jump into the mailbag, everybody? Yep. Certainly. Cue that music. All right, we have a couple of new iTunes reviews since our last episode. That means that people are listening and commenting quick because it hasn't been very long since episode 98 hit the air. So we want to thank you, thank you for uh, everybody listening and commenting. Our first review is from PD Puddin' Pork, who writes, what, a crock? And he gives us a five-star review, and he says, "All another fun episode. Though it hardly qualifies as new news, I was surprised that you didn't mention that the Nez album will soon be on its way to fans who have pre-ordered it. No worries. Once again, I learned so much from Melanie Mitchell and Jeff Hewlett on their commentary. Normally, I'd just watch the episode once, but... Your observations make me want to watch them again, especially the good ones like Captain Crocodile. And not to quibble, but I'm sure I saw a cord on Junior's phone. But my MVM is Mickey for saving the day by helping the monkeys win over the kids. So, Petey Puddin' Pork, we didn't mention that the Nez album would soon be on its way to fans, but you did, so thank you. Mm-hmm. And if I may jump in and say, uh, Petey Puddin' Pork, I have recorded your vote. Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> yes. And before we get to the next iTunes review, I do want to uh, mention to Melanie, I really enjoyed the uh, last color cast commentary. And I had never noticed the bit of business with Davy picking Peter's pocket. No, me what? either. 30 Wasn't years of fan. And I never noticed that. Thank you. I mean, the scene makes more sense this way. Totally. Because, you know, they, they said Peter give her the wire and he pulls out the wire and then suddenly Davy is turning over the telegram. Uh-huh. But Peter did have the telegram in his suit. <laughs> and I just, I, I still can't get over the thought of, you know, did, did Davy really learn to pick pockets when he was working on, uh, on uh, Oliver? That would not surprise <laughs> me a bit. <laughs> well, do we have any more reviews, Christine? We, we do. We have one more, uh, another five-star review from Kathy Putnam Divini. Thank you very much, Kathy. And she said she is feeling thankful. And then she said, as I was listening to the latest episode of Zilch, which was so great as always, I couldn't help but think of something. And I think a lot would agree. Back in the 90s, before modern technology, it was rare to hear any kind of news on the monkeys unless it was on the news or in a newspaper. Or like me, you got the teen magazines. 
And if I could time travel back to the late 80s and tell my 12 to 14-year-old self, hey, in 20 years, you'll get to see them live twice, they'll put out a new album, and there will be a community full of Monkees fans to talk to, I seriously would not believe it. I didn't have any Monkees fans to be friends with growing up, and to have this little community where we can all discuss and share news is truly such a great thing to have for the band I love so much. Thanks to Ken, Sarah, Melanie, and everyone else involved with Zilch. Thank you, Kathy. We really appreciate listeners and and, uh, community members like you. You are what make Zilch Nation, Zilch Nation. If I can add that everyone else, of course, includes Christine and Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, that is... Those the are... professor and Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got, I got the professor and Marianne treatment in one of the earlier messages, so... It... <laughs> I do make a mean coconut custard pie. I will say that. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Well, leave one in the in the clubhouse refrigerator, will you? Yeah, just don't let Sarah get to it. <laughs> it's only cookies. Oh, okay. I still wonder what was going on with those. But anyway. <laughs> Focus. The Monkeys, the complete series. All 58 episodes, newly remastered in stunning HD from the original negatives for the very first time. Plus the 1969 TV special 33 and a third revolutions per monkey. Bonus material includes commentaries from all four monkeys, original Kellogg's monkeys commercials, and more. The 1968 monkeys film, Head in HD with never-before-seen outtakes. Unique packaging including a 7-inch single featuring Star Collector back with Going Down in unique TV mono mixes. This collection is strictly limited to 10,000 individually numbered box sets. And once those are sold out, this edition and the bonus disc will never be available again. Everything you loved about the monkeys on TV, it's yours in high def on Blu-ray. Now, the monkeys, the complete series. Go to rhino.com or themonkeystore.warnermusic.com. The monkeys, the complete TV series on Blu-ray. Hi, I'm Craig from Same Page Cast. And I'm Megan from Same Page Cast. And you are listening to the premier monkeys podcast. Zilch. Zilch. And if you're looking for even more Monkeys content, you can find us at Same Page Cast. On the Pods and Sods Network at iTunes. Hi, this is Peter Tork, and you're listening to Zilch. It's a Monkeys podcast. Hi, fellow Zilch fans. This is Dr. Roseanne Welch, author of Why the Monkeys Matter, Teenagers, Television, and American Pop Culture, a book about the enduring significance of the Monkeys as a groundbreaking television program. One that introduced audiences to new ideas of political ideology and new concepts of class and feminist theory. A program that challenged the rules of a new medium and paved the way for future innovation. Why the Monkeys Matter highlights the artistic achievements of the show's writers, actors, directors, and other artists, and celebrates all that the monkeys mean to television, to American popular culture, and to us, the fans. Why the Monkeys Matter is available in print and for Kindle, Apple iBooks and Nook from your favorite bookseller. Find out more at RoseanneWelch.com. R-O-S-A-N-N-E-W-E-L-C-H.com. Now let's...
let's check in with Ken over in Studio 7A, where I believe he has a couple of special guests. Now joining us on Zilch are two very cool gentlemen from 7A, Ian Lee. Good evening. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you are. And Glenn yes. Grutland. Hello. It's pronounced Glenn. I was calling him Glenn for the first year, but it turns out he's a Glenn. Not a Glenn, but a Glenn. Nope. Very good. I'm Glenn. Every time you two gentlemen show up on Zilch, we know that something cool is in the air or on its way to the store. Tell us about your brand new Michael Nesmith release. We have got we've got a few releases coming up that are really exciting. But 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 imminent is the brand new Michael Nesmith album. It's our first release with Papa Nez, and we've licensed it from him. We've also licensed it from the BBC. Uh, it's coming out in two formats. I'll tell you the formats, and then Glenn can kind of tell you what it is. It uh, is a beautiful picture disc with a fantastic um, uh, picture never before seen. And also it comes out on CD. Uh, and the CD, you get a booklet that you don't get with a picture disc. And now Glenn will tell us exactly what it is you should all be rushing out and ordering. Mm. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of this concert until Ian brought it to my attention that uh, one of his former colleagues at the BBC had a master tape. That, uh, the concert was recorded at the BBC Paris Theatre in London in 1975. And I hadn't heard it until um, uh, Ian played me a couple of tracks, and we managed to um, to license the masters from the BBC and and and, and from Mike himself. So um, I've since heard that there have been some bootlegs out years ago, but apparently the the, the sound quality of those were quite bad. So we, we've got here the original master tapes that have been digitally remastered. We, we're releasing it on a limited edition picture disc vinyl, 12 inch. Mm. We're only pressing 500 of that, and um, on, on a CD digi pack as well. And um, it, and it's it's a really stunning concert. It's um, it's just under 40 minutes long, um, and it's just Mike and his guitar. And he plays a few songs from the prison, and he plays a few in inverted commas of the solo hits. And it's and he, he kind of talks and tells stories in between. And it is it's really low key. It's really mellow. His voice is is at the you know, one of the the best kind of the peak, I would say, his voice is in 1975. Um, his guitar playing is superb, and it's just a really stunning, intimate concert. And it's so good to hear th th this come from the original tapes, as opposed to that horrible bootleg that's been doing a, doing the rounds for ages. This is this is stunning, and the vinyl sounds great, and uh, the CD sounds superb. So we're we're really uh, thrilled. What I, what I personally found quite fascinating about this concert is that it's like a time capsule and it, it shows where Mike was at this particular time in his career in 1975 and, and there really hasn't been a lot of releases or sort of you know live stuff come out of that period here he is trying to promote the, the prison the soundtrack and the book um, at a small venue in London mm -hmm. and uh, some of these songs haven't really been performed live before I, I certainly ha haven't heard them so I thought that was very interesting <laughs> And what's what's I tell you what is really obviously we've done loads of um, uh, Mickey releases we've done a few sort of smaller 
Davy Jones releases, and we've got some, some, you know, some still some work to do there. A lot of work to do actually in the near future with some Davy Jones releases. But to get Nesmith on board is, you know, it is it is such a thrill. And uh, Glenn and I both, we probably I probably shouldn't say this. But I'm going to say this. We both have framed on our walls copies of the signed contract from uh, Michael Nesmith because you know, 15 year old me. If, if, if anyone has come up to me at the age of 15 and said, oh, yeah, you're going to Nez is going to sign a contract with you and you're going to release an album that no one's heard before. I just I wouldn't have believed it. Ken. Absolute fanboy moment. It's totally understandable. And it's it's another first rate, beautiful put together product. The picture disc is not just a picture disc in the sense that you're getting one picture. You flip that sucker over and there's a oh, completely baby. different one as well. Now, what made you go with the picture disc format? Um, Glenn, go on. Well, we thought we would make it more collectible, and we thought we would make it look more special. And I think an an important thing to mention as well is that picture discs have come quite a long way since the sort of poor sound and quality picture disc that that you might pick up in the early 1980s. The quality now isn't actually very much different to a normal 180-gram LP. Uh, so we, we thought we'd give it a try and try and make it look as, as nice as we could. And, and, and we got some really, really stunning photographs that haven't been shown before. And we thought we'd try and make the most of them and, and um, put them um, on both sides of the LP. Uh, and just to say that the because uh, a few people have said, well, uh, is that picture from that concert? No, it's not. We couldn't find any pictures of that actual concert. Um, and it was really difficult to find any pictures of Nesmith on stage with an acoustic guitar on his own. So um, the, the pictures of, uh, I think the pictures, are they from New Zealand, Glenn, the, the front picture? Yeah, they're from the same year, 1975. Never been New seen Zealand. before. From Never New been Zealand. seen before. Yeah. It took quite a bit of work to try and find those pictures because it's quite rare. Uh, it's quite a rare period. Yeah. But we found this we found this fab photographer who photographed Nesmith in '75 on his tour of New Zealand. It's Roger Rolando Delernia. That's it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it was a little bit of a mouthful, but he is he has been an absolute star. And there's a really famous picture in the uh, the Glenn A. Baker Monkey Mania book of Nesmith a bit later in the decade, I think it's in New Zealand, holding an electric guitar on stage and he's being grabbed by a fan. It's a really good picture and everyone will have seen it. And he's being grabbed by a fan and Nesmith has got this kind of look of shock on his face. It's the same photographer who took that, was granted access to to, to Nesmith in 75. And the pictures, man, he should put them in a book or something because they're they're just stunning, you know, these, these stunning uh, pictures. This is one of the things, Ken, is we've been so lucky with, um, you know, doing these releases and so many talented and artistic people have got in touch and, and helped us. So we've got this chap who's done the pictures for this, uh, you know, Henry Dilt, uh, who's who's supplied pictures. And Glenn, is it John Undersinger who's who's done the, the, the who supplied us with the picture for the Mickey album we're doing? Yeah, great photographer. Yeah. Brilliant Paul photographer. Undersinger. Paul Undersinger, sorry, Paul Undersinger, go and look at his work on Facebook, man, because he just gets access to, to Mickey and all these other rock stars, and he's an incredible photographer, and all these people um, like what we're doing, and they're, they're very happy for us to use to use their work. Now, we want to let everyone know that this is limited to 500 
of the picture disc, well, well the, 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 the picture disc is limited to 500 the LP. Um, of, of which we've actually already sold 200 so there's oh, only wow. 300 left but but the CD is not limited the CD is is a normal release and here's the thing we've said this before Ken but I think it's worth saying for new listeners I know you get new listeners all the time um, we only release stuff that both of us would buy and there have been I put forward suggestions and Glenn's gone ah, I don't think I'd buy that and vice versa we both have to agree that we would buy it and I would I would totally buy the vinyl I would totally buy the CD as well I'd buy the vinyl because it's stunning and it's, it's beautiful and it uh, it's collectible and I'd buy the CD to play in the car and we're kind of trying to release both things at the same time just to see you know we're not like some other record companies where it's all about the dollar for us we we want to release stuff that fans will dig so this is kind of an experiment to see if people will go for both things and so far the, the pre-orders have been have been pretty amazing for both of them in in the cd uh, digipack version you get a bonus that there's like a bonus interview in there that that mike did with melody maker Oh yeah, yeah. In, in 1975. So with the CD, you get a 12-page booklet, and in that booklet, um, there's Steve Lake from Mel- Melody Maker talks to Michael Nesmith, and there's there's quite a long interview, and it's really interesting because it shows exactly where his mindset was, uh, exactly um, you know where he was in 1975 with his music and what he wanted to do with his career. So I, f- I find that really fascinating. I thought it was, we were able to include it. There's also in the booklet, which you don't get with the records, you only get with the CD, uh, there's also an interview I did a few years ago with Dave Pegg from Fairport Convention, who doesn't play with Nesmith on this concert, but he played with him at the famous Drury Lane gig. So there's a little interview with him. Uh, and we should say, if you want to get these these things, we've had loads of emails, we don't sell them directly. So um, the obvious places, if you want to buy either of these things around the world, Amazon. Amazon have got it, Amazon.com, Amazon.co.uk, and, and probably other Amazons around the world. The cheapest place that we have found the vinyl for American fans is a website called www.ccvinyl.com, and that's letter C, letter C, vinyl.com. And that, that's the cheapest place we found. Listen, if you, if you if you buy it for five dollars, you know it, it doesn't. We get the same amount of money, so please don't think by buying a more expensive version you're putting more money into our bank account for the next project. It doesn't work like that. We sell them at a flat rate, and these websites charge whatever they want, and we will keep looking. And if anyone finds cheaper version, then please let us know, and we'll put it on the Seven A Facebook page. Absolutely. Now you have a bit of a track you'd like us to play. Would you like to introduce that? I will let Glenn be the DJ this afternoon. <laughs> well, well, there was, it was quite tough to choose actually because he, he does some wonderful ver- versions of Joanne and some of Shelley's Blues and and some other tracks on there. But uh, one track in particular that I thought was um, was interesting because it's not been performed live very often, uh, certainly not around this period in 1975, uh, is Marie's Theme. So from the album from Seven A. It's Michael Nesmith from the BBC Paris Theatre album and CD. Here is Marie's theme. This will give you an idea of what it sounds like. Still the ideas unfolded in their perfect array Only hinting at what may be on them Hidden behind all the logic one finds without truth I recall how a carnival me 
racing in late fall had brought me together with them with no real direction just a simple reflection of a movement as clear as the wind that sounds fantastic guys uh, this uh, this sounds like another winner from 7a the, the interesting thing as well is that um, obviously Mike being on his own you know he had the first national band uh, then it was just him and Red Rhodes uh, and suddenly he's on his own and and um, you know according to the interview he, he found it very uh, sort of a creative process of being able to to be on stage on your own and and choose whatever you want to play and just you know not having a set list before you go on stage yeah it's absolutely amazing and you know I understand what you mean about having a framed contract with him on the on the wall I mean as a monkeys fan it's kind of like every fan's dream to have this kind of interaction and gosh I sure would like to get him on zilch someday but that'll probably never happen but uh, oh Ken you can dream you can you can be a fantasist if you want but I think we know that's never <laughs> going to happen more than likely probably not going to happen but uh, we want to encourage people to get a hold of Michael Nesmith live at the BBC Paris Theatre yeah. because as you said prior to what I just did I just clicked over here you said you had uh, only 300 or so left you now have 299 so thank you very much indeed <laughs> well done Ken it is appreciated we're really proud thank of you. this we, 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 we love this we are very very proud of this and we're hoping that Mike likes it and uh, he digs it and um, have we sent copies to him yet Glenn yes yes beautiful have we heard back from him yet no no i don't think he's received it yet but it's somewhere on its way across the atlantic so you know it it would be a dream if 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 he likes it and we we really pulled out all the stops on this um you know to do some more stuff i'm gonna drop a little tease in here that glenn will tell me off for doing but 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 at some point (laughs) in the future we have found via somebody else and i'm being deliberately vague here we have found some very rare footage of uh, nesmith live from this period with just him and an acoustic guitar and th- that's all i'm going to say that's all i'm going to say but in the future we, we that's something that we'd really like to um, to sink our teeth into because it is amazing and no one has ever seen this before wow absolutely. am i in trouble glenn am i in trouble no 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 that, that was okay that was okay, okay. thank you boss <laughs> <laughs> I know that 7A is doing its very best to bring us the best in monkey-related music and video and so on and so forth. How have the sales been on everything? Because almost everything seems to be selling out every so often. Well, it, it was, you know, obviously being a new label, uh, mm-hmm. you're not quite sure when you start out, you're not quite sure how many to press, uh, what titles to release. But as Ian said earlier, we don't release anything that we wouldn't buy ourselves. Right, and 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 that sort of tactic seems to have paid off so far. It's working. They've oh, everything has sold well. We sold out of the listen to the bands, the 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 monkeys compilation uh, the tribute um, album that we put mm-hmm. together, and we're kind of just totting up. The the, the the problem with that is that it takes ages and ages and ages for iTunes and all the other places that sell digital versions to let you know how many you've sold. So once they come in with their numbers, we can finalize how much money we've got to give to the the davy jones um equine memorial foundation mm-hmm. but they've also really really well um and all of the profit and when i say profit you know it's it's dollars as opposed to thousands of dollars but all of the profit gets put straight back into the bank account to pay for the next thing and the next thing is is very exciting as well 
the, the Mickey Dolenz live release we've got coming up. Well, please do tell us all about that. I think we can tease them, can't we, Glenn? We can we can tell them a little bit about it. Yeah, I mean, you again, again, I have to take my hat off and say that it, Ian suddenly spotted, probably on Facebook, that this this concert was coming up. Mickey playing with a huge orchestra. I sort of read about it, but it didn't really click. That I didn't think we might be able to record it. I spotted, because I, I saw it on Facebook, the American Metropole Orchestra with Mickey Dolenz, and I thought, well, yeah, that looks fun. I wish I could go. And then about three weeks before the concert, I suddenly thought, oh, hang on, maybe we could record this. And, you know, because, you know, Ken, recording an orchestra, that's easy, right? That's really easy. Um, and the only experience we've got, we had in the past of recording a live event was the evening with Mickey Dolenz and Peter Noon which was, was three microphones, one for Mickey, one for Peter, and one recording the audience. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was easy. And we could kind of farm that out to our friends in America to go and do it. Turns out, Ken, recording an orchestra is bloody hard yes. because there's, there's loads of people in there all playing different instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had several people telling us it would never happen, t- several people telling us we were stupid and, and it was, was a, a, a folly. And that always makes me more determined. And somehow... You know, from coming up with the idea to, to, to the event, it was three weeks, somehow we did it. We, we, we just got really lucky and, and got in touch with some really good people, including Mickey and, and Wayne Avers, who are totally on side. We recorded it, and it sounds incredible. You know, Mickey's done lots of live albums, and you're kind of thinking, well, why do we need another one? Because you ain't heard nothing like this. It, is, it sounds absolutely stunning. It was a one-off, and uh, it's not very often you you know it's the first time I've heard him play with a 38-piece orchestra. Yeah, and it's just it's just a completely different sound, and it gives some of those because uh, on a lot of the Monkeys albums you did have a big orchestra in the background, and um, that's kind of missing sometimes when you go to a live gig uh, with some of the guys because you do have a sax and you might have a couple of horn players, but you don't have that big sort of orchestral backing, and um, it really gives it a different dimension. When is that coming out, Glenn? And that's not me doing a smart selling bit. I genuinely don't know. No, it's the second week of November. Oh, okay, okay. So, so not not too far away. All right. That's Mickey Dolenz live with the American Metropole Orchestra. A, a stunning cover. A brilliant picture from Paul Undersinger. And um, that's going to be CD. And that's going to be picture disc as well, I think. Uh-huh. That's right. We're going for the same format. And um, hopefully they'll complement each other quite well. But I think you might have seen on Facebook, you might have seen the front cover we've done. Yes, uh, the, but, the photograph uh, we, is fantastic. We're very pleased with it, and we think that in particular on a picture disc will look really nice. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be wow. stunning. Well, you know, I know that Ian doesn't even know when it's coming out, but I've I've been doing a bit of <laughs> I've been doing a bit of lurking around the Seven A Studio, and and Glenn, whether you like it or not, I'm going to play some of this track sometime in the morning. Is this is this, is this okay? I mean, I I saw it laying over here. So is it? If, is, if you hey, listen, you found it, you gotta play. I can't. We'll we'll just send a letter from our lawyer later. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> okay. Well, sometime in the morning. And what's the name of the album? Mickey Dolent, out, out of nowhere, live with the American Metropole Orchestra. So here it is. Check it out. Sometime in the morning 
but zilch will you hear that so far this is yeah oh that's that's, that's an exclusive that's an exclusive right there can i just i'm going to put this plea out ken yes because we've done stuff with david we've got more stuff with david we've done loads of stuff with mickey and i'm thrilled we've, we've, we've done a release with with michael and everyone so many people on the uh, facebook page facebook.com slash 7a records number 7a records um i said well, when are you going to do something with peter here's the thing Peter, if you're listening to this, we would love to work with you. We, we've, we've kind of fired off emails and sent off letters and packages, and I'm, I'm guessing that they haven't got through. Um, Peter, we would love to work with you. We will pay you dollar, um, and um, we will uh, you will send you all of the stuff that we've done so far so you can see that we do this out of love and we, we're not here to rip anybody off, and, and we put, you know... We can make so much more money ourselves if um, we held back a bit on the packaging, but we throw everything into it. So, Peter, talk if you are listening. Uh, God damn it, sir! You're one of the greatest people um, ever to walk this earth, and it would be a thrill if we could release something with you, whether it's a single or an album or an LP or a CD or whatever. We'd love, love, love to do it. Or even just unreleased music that he has sitting around. Anything, anything, Peter. Send me an email. My email is. Ian at 7arecords.com and it's I-A-I-N at number 7arecords.com Well, hopefully he will hear that and who knows what may come of it all. But uh, Can't stay fairer than that. That's right. But uh, you guys really put a lot of love into everything that you do, whether it's the packaging or the sound. It's all quality stuff. I would say it's all 1A, but then we run into a confusion of your branding <laughs> hey thank you man we we really appreciate that because we know you're a big fan and and you know glenn and i are such fans of what you do with zilch and this whole community you're building up so to to, to be on here is like a, a a dream come true if i can just do, do one more little bit of business ken um if people want to find out more about us i'm going to give you three ways you can find out so get your pens and papers we have a website and these are all with the number seven, okay? Uh, 7arecords.com. We're on Facebook, and it's facebook.com slash 7arecords. And if you join us there, we're, often we're giving away stuff and posting videos and exclusive and things like that. And finally, because it's uh, hip to be on Twitter, we are at 7arecords on Twitter. At what? At 7arecords. 7a. What number is this? Seven Ken? A. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you guys want to promote? Yeah, I want to promote Melanie Mitchell's book uh, about the monkeys because it's absolutely fantastic, and everyone should go and read it. Yeah. Am I allowed to do that? Yeah, absolutely, you're allowed to do that. How, how can you can you do me a favor, Ken? Um, yeah. Can you say hello to Sarah and Melanie for me because I think they're uh, absolutely fabulous, and uh, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm a bit disappointed it's not them interviewing us this evening. Ooh, uh, wow, gee. That's it. Enough with old Ken. I miss Melanie and I miss Sarah. Hi, Zilch fans. This is Melanie Mitchell. Be sure to check out my book, Monkey Magic, a book about a TV show about a band. It's a lighthearted review and companion for the TV show that made the 60s fun. The paperback is available online from Amazon or Barnes & Noble, and the ebook can be bought anywhere that fine ebooks are sold. Check out the Monkey Magic Facebook page, follow me on Tumblr at bluemoonalto.tumblr.com, and listen for my contributions here on Zilch, a monkey's podcast. There's one thing I'd like to mention, if I may. Mm -hmm. um, and it's uh, last time we were on here, we were talking about listening to the bands 
yes. Monkeys tribute album. Just to say we're totally overwhelmed by the response we had to that. We sold out of the CD very quickly. And uh, we had lots of requests from people saying, where can I get a CD? It's sold out everywhere. And I'm afraid uh, we can't really help you because um, <laughs> we, we, we haven't got any more. You're but, too um, slow. We haven't got any more, but uh, I'd just like to mention that um, for those that missed out, it is available on iTunes. and uh, Amazon all, as well. All, all pro- Amazon and iTunes and Spotify, uh, pretty much everywhere, and all profit goes, goes to, to Jemf. But don't, don't, Jemf, did you just say? Uh, but don't <laughs> listen to it on Spotify, <laughs> because we only get like one penny for every million that's listeners. true so right don't that's, buy because it it's for charity and also if you bought the cd you may have missed this we released another 11 tracks was it glenn that's right we got the bonus album yeah 16 so tracks you, 16 tracks if, if you go on itunes if you go on amazon.co.uk or com and, and look for listen to the band's bonus tracks there's another 16 tracks that we couldn't fit onto the cd and um, it, it, you can get them for pennies, and they're all they're all brilliant. They didn't not get on the CD because they're no good. You know, we we, we had a we were spoils um, uh, spoils of riches. So um, yeah, go and get that, and you'll be helping a good cause. The bonus album with sixteen tracks on it yeah. Yeah. is available oh, yeah. for $4.99 on Amazon. That is yep. a steal. 16 tracks for five bucks? Come on. And it- Again, we don't take a penny of that. That all goes to the to the, the, the um, Equine Memorial Foundation. That's right. And a lot of great performances on there. Why don't we pick something off of that and play it? Please do. What about Scott Parker's? I, I, I like his... Uh, oh, that's a wonder- wonderful track, yeah. So from Listen to the Bands, the album... It's Scott Parker with If I Ever Get to Saginaw. Oh, man, this is good. This is good. Made me her 
never get to Saginaw again If I ever get to Saginaw again I will get to see the son who bears my name Perhaps I'll quietly withdraw again When I see the little man that he became And how I yearn to watch him grow A father's love is maybe all it takes To not repeat those sad mistakes of men if I ever get to Saginaw again It's so good that, uh, and that that one was on the album release proper, and yep. you can get that as a download, or you can maybe try to find it on the used market now. When we tell you folks, get a hold of something, we're not kidding, because these are limited edition. You know, most time when a record company or Blu-ray comes out and it says limited edition, that means that there's 100,000 more sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Not so with a release from 7A. It's, it's Oh, no. And let me bore you just because a lot of people say, well, why are you only releasing 300? Why are you only bringing out 500? I'll tell you why, because um, every copy of something we don't sell comes out of mine and Glenn's pocket. So we have to sell. We have to make a number that we are very confident we will sell. It's like we've, we've 500 of the going back to the Nesmith live um, vinyl LPs. That's a punt. If, if we don't sell all of those we're going to be out of pocket you know um so it, it's not like we're not a big company where hey we're going to press twenty thousand copies and if we only sell five thousand we can pulp the rest it doesn't work like that it's literally it's two blokes who are both parents who are both got proper jobs um <laughs> paying for this at, this is our hobby you know kind of so it, it, it comes out of our pockets. we 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 got so many other great projects in the pipeline but we can only do one at a time because we put the uh, the money from each project into the next project so yeah. we're really depending on, on on everything going well hopefully and it was amazing out of the 41 tracks that you guys put out as part of the listen to the bands project be it the the uh cd proper or the only download bonus versions it, it, it's a it's amazing that you were also able to help Davy Jones Memorial Equine Foundation. So that's very cool. Oh, it's a thrill! It's a thrill! It's a thrill to, to, to work with work with the family and the estate, and you know, genuinely, and they're 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 all lovely, and they've all been uh, very supportive. And um, we, you know, we've got more Davy Jones stuff coming. You know, we've got more stuff coming. That'll probably be, I'd imagine it'll be early next year, maybe late this year, but early next year. But we we haven't forgotten Davy by a long, long way. We're going to keep that flag flying. Very good. Why don't one of you guys pick one of the songs off the bonus album? Well, I, I really like the, uh, the the tracks by the characters. The characters, uh, track one on there by the characters. Do you feel it too? 
Yeah, yeah, do that. That's a great song. Good choice, man. Well done. Yeah, I like that. I'm like a toy balloon and someone cold has cut the string. I'm drifting out of sight. My head's too light to find a thing. Oh, baby, life is like a cartoon movie. Being with you makes it groovy. Everything you do is new to me. And you feel it too. Do you find the night of joy in every little thing you do? Oh, you feel it too. Do you find the only thing that matters now is being you? Tell me, baby. I can't believe my ears, you know I hear such crazy sounds Each time I talk with you and walk with you, I'm off the ground Oh baby, love is great, you just can't top it Got the ball, we mustn't drop it Girl, there ain't a thing to stop it now And do you feel it too? Do you find it that enjoy in every little thing you do? thinking we should have Sarah do a special show with you guys and call it Sarah's 7A Dance Party. There we go. <laughs> and you guys would just come on and play bits, you know, songs from each 7A release. I'm there. But I mean, think yeah. about that. You I mean, guys now <clears throat> have, like, enough to fill hours of, <laughs> of something like that. So the, thing, the, the thing is, Ian is a really great dancer. So he if is. you can yeah, if you can sure. get some vi- if you can get some video footage and show him dancing at the same oh, time yeah, that, yeah. that that would be great. I'm a, yeah yeah definitely I can do that. All right well then no if problem. it happens you you have to commit to it. I'm there brother that's All happening. All right let's do it. Well I know I'm old hat with you guys you know not wool hat but old hat. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is I'm you'd rather have Sarah and Melanie. <laughs> I'm just old yesterday's news. But no. But it's but but it's good to have you on the show. Hey, listen, man, it's good. It's always good to be uh, on Zilch. We really appreciate your time, and we appreciate everyone who listens. Who you know, even if you don't buy the stuff, you know, we appreciate the fact that you you listen to us witter on in our silly British and Danish accents. Well, thank you for having us. And my mongrel Heinz fifty seven accent. There we go. Whatever. There we. Go. You sound very glamorous. All you Americans sound very glamorous to us. Yes. Yes. So I've been told, but 
I just want you to know how much we appreciate you here at Zilch, and we are glad that you are part of episode 99. Hey, 99! Wowzers! Flipping it! Fantastic. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? <laughs> the next one, 100. I, I, you know, I wonder what we're going to do for that one. That's, it's going to be fun. I think you should just do something very low key, not make any fuss about it, and and do you know just do just do a bog standard show. Maybe pigs in a blanket and some Kool Aid, you know. Yeah, that would be cool. Don't drink the Kool Aid, guys. Don't pink, drink the Kool Aid. Yeah, pink party hats. Maybe play Scrabble. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it. All right. Well, thank you for guys for being part of episode ninety nine. Thank you for being part of Zilch Period because you guys have been Ooh. a big part of it. And glad we could all grow together. Peace Thank and love, so Ken. Peace and love, Zilchers. We love you. We will see you Thank soon. You. Thank you. Take care. Wow, thank you, Ken. That was a great conversation. And thank you to Ian and Glenn, not only for dropping by Zilch to fill us in on all the latest 7A scoop, but for everything you've done. The new Nez concert album that's come out, all of the wonderful albums and CDs, the Listen to the Fans uh, project. I mean, I could just go on. You, You guys have done some amazing things. Well, I seem to recall that this is episode 99. 99, 99, 99. Yep. Oh, wrong, wrong band. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to make that joke. Well, you know. Oh, well. Wow. Yeah. I, I just I just want to point something out. I just want to point something out. Point here, something ladies. out. The very first episode of Zilch was episode zero. As it should have been. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see where you're going Which with means- this. So all of you people who are waiting on tenterhooks for episode 100, that's what it! <laughs> Cue the fireworks! <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> well, this is officially episode 99. Um <laughs> Which means I'm sure the next episode is going to be something totally ordinary, run-of-the-mill, ho-hum. Yeah, well, not- I, I, I really worry we've been building it up too much, you know? I mean... We need to lower expectations. But just looking back, who would have thought that we'd make it to 99 episodes? I did a little bit part in episode one. Uh, not episode zero, unfortunately, but episode one, I did a little cover corner and I just, I remembered really hoping that, you know, they could get to like 10 or 20 and, and, and just to be doing this in episode 99, it's, it's seriously a mind blower to me to see where we've gone over the last three and a bit years. I mean, I'm sure that Ken thinks that the world is just nuts because, he did episode zero as a goof. Yeah, uh, this was going to be like an eight-part mini-series in podcast. He right. did not, I don't think he fully understood the dark forces he was playing with. No, no. <laughs> now, the, the moment the concept of the color cast commentary was introduced, they were committed to getting through two seasons, 58 episodes. Mm-hmm. So I'm holding, I'm holding it to that. There you go. We will. I mean, that may be all that's left at the end is we're limping through the last five episodes of the series. But by God, we're going to do the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
we will make it happen. And I don't think we'll be limping through because every time I think that we've done everything we can do with this show, something new happens. Something new happens. Never count out a monkey. Nope. Never count out a monkey and apparently never count out a podfather. That's right. Well, I think it's probably about time to draw this uh, slightly short episode of Zilch to a close. Um, Any final thoughts from anybody? Happy 100th, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) Lower, lower, lower your expectations. Happy 100th, everybody! (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a good place to leave it. (laughs) See y'all next time! Bye! Bye-bye. 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 And that's our show. Zilch is an online non-profit monkeys audio fanzine made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to the monkeys or any of their members past or present. We are not affiliated with Rhino or Ray Burke. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes and buy it. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying always take some time to monkey around. <laughs> Don't now. Now, really, everybody cool it, because I won't be able to get through this. Action. Hey, wow. It's a groovy button. What does it say? Love is the ultimate trip. Oh, gee, that's a nice thought. Gee, that's a neat button. What does it say? Let's go again. Okay, I'm recording now, guys. Episode. You cursed, you cursed it. <laughs> right out of the gate (laughs) and back to promotion time hey Hey. hello everybody welcome it's such a beautiful day here today (laughs) that's your real voice yeah that's my real voice um the oh shoot where'd my brain go i was going somewhere bang and now important numbers in zilch history Zero, one, seven, eight, eleven, nineteen, twenty, twenty-five, twenty-nine, forty-two, forty-nine, fifty-five, fifty-six, fifty-seven. 58 and 59, 67, 68, 92, 100? Nice to see you. Good to see you as well. Hi, I'm Ken Mills. And I'm Courtney Cronin-Dold. And we're from... A pop culture podcast. Courtney, what do we talk about on Pop? We talk about everything from the love boat to the billion dollar person. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I, you know, I guess it's with inflation. The six million dollar man is worth what? How many trillion now, right? The million dollar person. I mean, what the f***? That's a great, that's my favorite show is the million dollar person. If you love pop culture and you love having fun, that's really what the show's about, having fun and pop culture. Join the conversation. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash pop podcast. 
Find us on iTunes or at poppodcast.blogspot.com. You can find us on Instagram at poppodcast. P-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm not hip enough for Instagram. (laughs) Oh! Hot. Hot. (laughs) No, I'm all set for you. I've got my best Sunday hat on and my uh, dressed up shoes and I'm ready to go. What's this? We Want the Monkeys podcast is on Zilch? Hello, America. This is Dave the Avon Lady. What you are hearing is correct. We Want the Monkeys, your second favorite monkeys podcast, is joining Zilch. This mega merger of epic proportions will rock the monkey world down to its very core. Soon, you will be able to enjoy the history of the monkeys on Zilch. You have been listening to We Want the Monkeys on iTunes. Now you can hear it right here. Hashtag Zilch Nation for life. Hi again, fellow Monkeys fans. Al Bigley here, also known as Mendrick the Magnificent. And your favorite humble mentalist, Alan Araculo Williams. We just wanted to let you know about our new Monkeys podcast called The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Where we reminisce and ruminate along with you guys about our favorite entertainment entity, The Monkeys. Who? Oh, oh, of course, The Monkeys. We talk about anything and everything. Our own personal memories and opinions, watershed moments in the group's history... You'll hear my partner's famous, amazing remixes of your favorite monkey tunes. Who knows what else we can think of, depending on whether the brain cells work. That's right. Find us on our Facebook page. Just search for the Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Or go to blogspot.com and search for us there. A monkey's podcast for everyone. The Texas Prairie Chicken Home Companion. Check us out. You know, the word oldies isn't a dirty word. Not in my book, anyway. Hey, this is Ghosty. How would you like to listen to a radio show that spins top hits, lost gems, and then some from the glorious years between 1955 and 1972? One that features interviews with the likes of Julie Newmar, John Sebastian, Al Jardine, Mickey Dolenz, Don Wells, David Cassidy, Angela Cartwright, Bill Medley, Ronnie Spector, Connie Stevens, and many more. Well, the Vintage Rockin' Pop Shop is on the air every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 89.1 WFDU-FM. That's in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. You can also listen to it live online by going to WFDU.FM. But there's an even easier way for you folks who aren't in the New York, New Jersey area and don't want to have to get up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on a Sunday morning. You can listen to it anytime you want just by clicking the handy links over on our Facebook page. So go on to Facebook. You're probably already on Facebook. Look for the Vintage Rockin' Pop Shop. Like it, live it, love it. And thanks. Hi, I'm Megan from St. Page Cast. And I'm Craig from Same Page Cast. Hey, Craig, where do you yes. go when you want to hear the latest monkeys news? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hello, Skywalkers. Hey, hey, Zilch Nation. Are you looking for a fun-filled Star Wars and Disney podcast? Well, if you answered yes, then join me, Richard Woloski, and my sweetie wife, Sarah, on Skywalking Through Neverland. We are the family-friendly Star Wars and Disney podcast that brings you entertaining stories from creators and fans. And we're also big monkey fans, too, so of course we have to slip in some monkey stories and interviews, like our discussion with director James Frawley. We also would go to the beach, for example, with the four boys, and I would just say, okay, roll down the hill. Uh, <laughs> do a funny walk. Did you create the monkey walk? 
Yeah, I mean, we did it together. You can hear us every week. We are Skywalking Through Neverland wherever podcasts are played and at skywalkingthroughneverland.com. We look forward to having you in our Skywalker family. And always remember, Neverland on Alderaan. Or Mammoth Studios. I get that now. (laughs) Hey, hey, ape fans. Did you know that there were not just one, but two Planet of the Apes TV series broadcast in the 1970s? A live-action series in 1974, and an animated series in 1975. And if you're an ape fan who wants to catch up on these series to a fun-filled podcast, then tune in to Talking Apes TV, where we break down each episode with ergotastic conversations. That's right, they are ergotastic until we break into arguments because we don't always see things ape to ape. <laughs> That's because you're always seeing vampires and pigs in with the gorillas, chimpanzees, and zayuses. Every time I watch them, I always see something new. And of course, where you find apes, you find monkeys! There are so many crossovers between the Monkeys and the Planet of the Apes TV series that we even had our podcast composer write this very special jingle. Hey, hey, we're the apes, and people say we monkey around, but we took over the planet, so don't try to keep us down. You can catch Talking Apes TV every month at skywalkingthroughneverland.com and retrozap.com. And visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash talkingapestv. Now go ape! <laughs>